welcome to Creating Her Best Life Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah. I'm an entrepreneur, six-figure earner, mommy, and two-time liver transplant survivor. I have a passion to help others persevere in life and manifest the life that they truly desire. On this podcast, I'll be sharing tips, tricks, and resources all about business, motherhood, relationships, and mindset to help you get out of your own way so you can unapologetically live your best life. Let's get started. Just become better versions of themselves uh, inside and out. And so I'm super excited for her to be able to hop on with us today. And she's going to chat a little bit about seasons of life and how we have to change our habits dependent upon what season we're in and just how to do that um, with your fitness, exercise, mentality, things like that, and how to get the most out of life um, with whatever season you're going through. So uh, thank you, Maddie, so much for hopping on with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Sweet. So the listeners who don't know you, tell them a little bit about yourself, how you got into um, fitness and things like that, and a little bit about your company. Yeah. So I actually, um, growing up, I was pretty active. Um, I did track and cheer and um, I was at the gym a lot, working on tumbling and things like that. And as I got older, um, going into college and, you know, more of my adult life, um, I came into a period of my life where I got super depressed and I ended up gaining weight like rapidly, like 30 pounds in three months. And I got to this point where I was like sick and tired of being overweight. And I, for me, um, I'm really short. So 30 pounds was a lot on my frame. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to feel healthy. Um, and I had to figure out, I pretty much had to relearn how to eat health, healthy, um, how to work out for my goals. Because before that I kind of just, you know, I could eat more. So whatever I wanted when I was really active and when my activity slowed down, Um, I kind of just started gaining tons of weight and I was eating emotionally and those kinds of things. So, um, that's when I really started diving into fitness, nutrition. I was on online forums, like researching how, you know, what healthy recipes I was on bodybuilding.com, like reading all their forums because I was curious and I knew that there, the internet has to have some answers. So that's where I kind of started. And from there, Um, I worked with a personal trainer at the beginning of my journey, didn't really get very far. Um, And then I had really started working with macros, which if you've heard about that, it can be super helpful. Um, And I lost about 20 pounds. And then the last 10 pounds of my journey, I worked with an online coach who really just helped me through the um, mental aspect of things like with emotional eating, um, being very strategic and getting really precise with the macros, which I only had a basic understanding of. I then really dived into, um, started doing more resistance training. And after my experience with, um, my coach at the time, I really realized, um, well, for one thing, I reached my goal, which was so exciting. And I finally felt healthy. I finally felt like myself. And after that journey, I was like, wow, like, this totally changed my life. And what if I could help other women feel the same way that I feel just, um, just, you know, happy, healthy, um, confident again, comfortable in my skin and some, just like a light bulb came on for me. And that's what really gave me the passion to want to start coaching and helping other women, um, in their journey. So, yeah. Oh, sweet. I know you look incredible. 
So, and you have helped so many people, but I know as women, seasons, I know seasons of life change frequently and there's so many different ones. It can be really hard to figure out like, how do I switch up my routine? What do I do? That kind of thing. Um, like how have you changed your routines in your season of life? So for like instance, what type of season are you in right now and what are you doing different? Yeah, that's a great, great like observation. And I know me and you have talked a lot about seasons even more recently together um, in different areas of life. But as far as like where I'm at with my um, nutrition, health, physical fitness, like, you know, I've been doing this for a while now. So I'm kind of in a point where, you know, I've really mastered, I guess, my, um, I don't know if master is the right word, but I'm really used to a routine, I guess you would say. And I think for me, I've gone through different phases where I'll be super um, dialed into a goal. So maybe that's getting stronger in the gym. Maybe that's, you know, um, building muscle. I'll, I'll choose a goal and I'll tack that goal, you know, really consistently for maybe six to 12 weeks, right? <clears throat> and currently, I just came through a phase of doing that with building muscle. So I've really focused on that goal for a long time and I'm coming com- kind of coming on the other end of that coming out of it and backing off a little bit on my training because it, you can't maintain, you know, I'm not a professional athlete per se. So I'm not trying to like, you know, be in the gym two hours a day, my whole life or anything like that. So I'm kind of coming off of like a really intense training season for myself. And I'm allowing myself a little more wiggle room to focus on other areas of my life. So not dedicating as much time in the gym. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm like, okay with going to the gym four times a week rather than five or six. I'm okay with, oh, if I want to work out with a friend or go do a class or something, I'm giving myself a little more freedom to do that as far as um, workouts go. Um, and like, as far as nutrition for me um, right now, um, cause you know, there's different level, there's different aspects I should say to like health and, you know, your fitness and your Um, level of health. You know, there's the nutrition side, there's the activity side, there's the mental health, there's the self-care and all those things come together to really um, put you in a good, healthy state of mind and in a healthy body. Um, So for, um, with my nutrition and whatnot, since I just went through a um, big push to gain some muscle, um, I put on some needed body fat to be able to do that. If you're familiar with um, reverse dieting, I just went through reverse diet, um, which some of this may be super boring to you. So if you're listening, hopefully you're still with me, but, um, and I can always dive into more of what those things mean. If you guys are, maybe if Hannah wants to hear more, but basically I'm just kind of doing, um, right now what's called a cut. So I'm lowering my calories a little bit so that I can lose some of the fat that was necessary to put on for muscle gain. So for me, a lot of my goals are somewhat physical, but, um, you know, whether it's gaining muscle or getting leaner, those types of things. But I think for most women, you might not always be in that period. You may be in a fat loss phase, um, but you don't want to stay there forever. And so with my own thing that I just shared, you know, where I'm at, you know, I have not been in a fat loss phase my whole life. And so you shouldn't either. So I think that's something to keep in mind as you're listening to this, if you're thinking, you know, man, I'm always eating low calorie. Well, if you're saying that to yourself right now, this is a good sign for you to know you shouldn't be doing that. Um, and that's something that, you know, 
the reason I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of women don't realize they should be changing their season. Um, they should be changing what they're doing with their, whether it's their nutrition or their training routines, um, because you do want to be kind of going through different cycles based on either life stressors or what your goals are. Do you work with mostly um, like working women, stay at home? Like, are there different things that you have each one do depending upon like what their lifestyle looks like, what that season looks like? Yes, that's a great question. So I have um, most of the women that I work with are working. Um, I have a few um, moms who are either like teachers and they're at home in the summer or they're stay at, you know, full-time stay-at-home moms. But the majority of my women are um, working career women who are busy. Um, so yes, what they're doing depends on their lifestyle. So for instance, one of my moms, she's a stay-at-home mom. She um, loves to do tennis two times a week. And then we try to incorporate two to three days of like an at-home workout with her tennis. On the other hand, I have a mom who is a teacher. She is very busy. She has a daughter who's super active in sports. So with her, you know, we're focusing more on nutrition and kind of doing our best to fit in movement where we can into her lifestyle and her, um, and with like her, her daughter's schedule. So they're looking at doing like mother daughter classes together, walking around outside when it's nice out together, doing activities that incorporate that time with her daughter. So like, as you can see, those are two very different approaches based on, you know, their time that they have available to, um, or like, you know, I guess it would be time, but also like, um, preferences. So she wants to spend more time with her daughter, the one mom versus the other one, um, is spending a lot of time with her children already because she's taking them to sports and stuff like that. So yes, definitely like what your lifestyle is. I don't want you choosing something, whether it's a workout or a nutrition path, that's going to be, you know, something you don't enjoy, or it's going to be way too hard to maintain. So, you know, if you're like, yeah, I can do, you know, workouts five days a week for six weeks, but after that I'm burnt out. Like that's probably not the best plan for you. What do you find is the biggest struggle for women who are transitioning to a different um, season of life? So maybe, so for instance, I went from being super active to being pregnant to then being home with a newborn baby. And I didn't know what to do with my body in that point, like how to get my fitness back in, how to get my energy up. I just kind of went from like one season to the next and I was lost. Do you find that happens a lot? Because I know our seasons change, especially with women so frequently that it can get confusing. Yeah, I think that's such a valid point. And I think a lot of times um, it does happen quickly. And I think the most important thing that people, especially women, um, should do is kind of just like take time to reflect. So, you know, sit down and think about like it's probably if if you're maybe you're like, maybe you're like this, but a lot of the women I know things like kind of run in the back of their minds, but they never allow themselves times to sit down and actually think about it until they're like frustrated. Um, so, yeah. you know, they're like, Oh, I know I need to get my nutrition on track. I know I need to lose weight or I know I need to eat healthier. And it's something that's kind of always playing on replay in the back of their minds, but they actually don't even sit down and take time to think about 
what might that look like for me? Or what do I need to achieve that until either they maybe get sick, which is unfortunate. They get to a point where they're so frustrated that they like have no other choice, which is fine. At least they're making a decision, but it'd be great if we could get to a point of thinking about it and processing it before we get to that frustration Um, or they avoid it. And that's something we really don't want to do in life because we know eventually it's going to come back and come back up, whether it's through illness, stress, um, usually, sadly, it could be illness, especially with your health. So my advice for women is to take time to kind of do like an audit of your your feelings. How are you feeling about this? Like what is bothering you about where you're at now in your season or kind of sitting down and being like, okay, what would be the ideal situation? Like, you know, I really want to start working out again. Okay. Well, what do you think you can do right now? Okay. Maybe I can work out a few days a week and then kind of figuring out what resources you need to maintain whatever goal it is that you're wanting to work towards, whether it's eating healthier um, cooking more at home, moving your body more. Maybe you um, were in a period of like working a lot and you have more time now where you're able to devote more time to moving your body. Um, so I think taking kind of like a little mini session, a break to write down your thoughts and take an assessment of what you can do for yourself because we all know we're the only people that can advocate for us. So if we don't sit down and give ourselves time to um, process this, process the season we're at, process where we are at with our health, where we're at with our nutrition, and then think about some resources. So for instance, um, you might sit down and realize I need to start eating healthier or I need to get back in the gym. And then you might realize you can't do that on your own or you don't know where to start. And that's when you need to start brainstorming what resources can I use or should I get to help me with my goals? So that might be hiring a coach. It might be going to a gym and signing up for a membership and doing a group coaching or group fitness class with that has like an instructor in the class. Maybe it's starting Pilates or um, maybe it's starting to pick up a meal prep service weekly or getting that delivered to your house. So starting to think about what actionable steps can help you in the season that you're in, I think is going to take a lot of that stress off of whoever, you know, needs, need that needs this for themselves, you know, needs to evaluate their season and see where they're at. So just like taking time um, to reflect and to brainstorm resources can just help you kind of get on the right track and figure out where you need to be. I know it can get, like you said, um, overwhelming. And I know for me, an overwhelmed mind does nothing because then you just sit there and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I don't, I don't know what to do. And so you just end up doing nothing. And I know a lot of the listeners are um, busy, either entrepreneurs or business women. Um, And health is a huge thing. It's helped me. I know working out and getting my nutrition right has helped me come back from surgeries, hospital visits. I always get asked from the doctors, what do you do? Or I'll ask them like, why do you think I recovered from this so much quicker when you told me it's going to be two months and it took me a month? They're like, cause you work out is you, you eat properly, things like that. And so I know we get so busy. And then, like you said, confused mind doesn't do anything that we end up not doing anything, but it's super important, especially as busy women to do this. I mean, can you talk a little bit about like 
<laughs> how it can help your business, how it can help just every aspect of your life by doing these things, even like 30 minutes a day. Yeah, I think sometimes we don't realize that we don't have to do everything at once. And I think as a lot of like a lot of the ladies who are probably listening, you know, we're go getters. We want to do it all. We want to have it all. We want to, you know, just crush every goal that we have. But we all start somewhere, just like if when you started your business or just like when you, you know, started your career, you weren't brilliant or you weren't the best at what you did, you know, right away, you started with a baby step. And I think that's the same thing with, you know, whether it's improving your health or your nutrition is start small, start by making sure you're getting enough water each day, start by, um, you know, adding a veggie or two to your meals, you know, maybe only adding two veggies one, you know, one day a week, if it has to be that small, you know, that's a great start. Maybe it's adding a side salad to your lunches, um, for a week or just walking on your lunch break or, um, doing one class a week. Those little things really do make a difference because if you were to add up those little things, you know, for however long you do it versus doing nothing, you're already doing better than you were. Um, so I think just starting things in like bite-sized pieces makes it so much easier to get the ball rolling versus thinking I have to follow a meal plan. I have to work out five days a week or three days a week. And I have to drink my water, take my vitamins. I need to, you know, do all these things right away. You don't, you don't have to. So I think just really um, picking maybe one or two things, focusing on that nailing that, and then figuring what else you can do after that to add on top of it. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, as you do that and as you honor it to yourself, then you start trusting yourself to do other things. I know I've read this in many books. Uh, Rachel Hollis's book, Girl, Wash Your Face, talks about it a lot by just like that saying, okay, I'm going to drink my water every day. It's one small step. But as you do it, you start to trust yourself to follow through with things and then adding on a little bit more as your season gets lighter, as things happen and you can get to the gym, things like that. You start to build up this um, routine and you trust yourself to go get it done. And I know for me, it's made it so my morning routine is just, before it was so hard for me to do, but as I added one little thing to it and I just kept doing it, it was like, oh, I just, I just do this. I always do this. It's part of my daily thing. And I know that I'm going to get it done. And so it's just made it a lot easier and simpler for me to, um, to put fitness and my health in place for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's really the key is just giving yourself a chance with the small things and proving yourself that you're, you are able, and that gives you confidence to continue to, increase your goals as you go for sure for sure it's it's true we as women I mean I have I want to do all the things mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to do them to the best I want to work out seven days a week I want to and sometimes I feel like I can't do that while I'm in the middle of the season building my business I've got a two-year-old I'm busy I'm out doing more meetings than I've ever done before so if I can't do it seven days a week, maybe I should just not do it at all. And then, you know, I just don't because it's not in that season. And 
I can imagine a lot of women do the same thing because they do want to be the best of the best at it. Yeah. And I think that brings up like such a huge thing that I have, I've had to learn and I'm still reminding myself of even as of like last week. And that's like the black and white thinking mentality is that, you know, if I can't do it a hundred percent, there's no point in even doing it all. And that's like so dangerous because hello, isn't it going to be a lot better to, to eat at least 25% more healthier than to not eat healthy at all? Um, you know, so it's just, when you actually break it down and think about it, like it is better to do something than to do nothing. And I don't have to conquer the world or I don't have to be at the level that I one day hope to be right away and allowing yourself to realize that you don't have to be perfect in this. And I think that's the big key is, you know, a lot of go-getter women, type A, myself included, we want to be the best, like you said. And so just saying and reminding ourselves like, no, you don't have to do it all right away. Something is better than nothing. And when you start getting into that thinking, just correcting yourself and saying like, no, it's okay. I don't have to work out five days a week. I don't have to have my meals prepped and delivered or whatever, like a nutritionist creating my meal plan and following it to a T, but I need to do something. Um, yeah. So just like correcting those thoughts and taking having awareness of it as well. Swapping out those two brownies for one brownie. <laughs> yeah, the little things. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan's on the 75 hard. And uh, if anybody knows a little bit about that, I mean, the workout aspect of it is two workouts a day. And he's on this clean eating regiment. <laughs> and we had brownies in the pantry and he went out for his second workout last night. And I was like, do I make the brownies or do I not? <laughs> oh <my laughs> and because God. he's not eating them, I was like, okay, we do not. <laughs> we do not make them tonight. And so I ended up having like uh, one of his like healthy keto cookies or something like that. But it's just like, like you said, it's those small things that you change that instead of eating a plate full of brownies, I decided to stick with his healthy stuff. Right. Exactly. Or if it's like you're going out to dinner, maybe it's you don't order dessert or you get a lower calorie alcoholic beverage versus a high calorie one. Like even those little things make a difference. So totally I'm with you there. Yeah. And I think you hear, you hear diet or fitness or things like that. And it, to me, just because kind of like you, I was bigger growing up because of my liver. Um, and I had, I was so restricted because I literally I'd eat a piece of cauliflower and I swear it would go straight to my butt. So I had this, like, I can't have anything. And so then I just, as soon as somebody said diet, I was like, Ooh, no, or you should start eating healthier. I didn't want any part of it because then I felt like at no point could I have anything that I wanted. And what do I do when I go out with my girlfriends or what happens when, you know, we want to have girls night in, can I have anything? And it, it did, it made it so that I still wanted to go out and have fun with my friends. I still wanted to enjoy things, especially with, you know, I hang out with my friends and I know you do too. I wanted to be able to have that good stuff and be able to have just, but I didn't know that I could have a little bit. I thought that I had to completely cut out everything. Yeah. 
a lot of people um, feel that way. And that's kind of like when I first started my journey, I was like, well, I can never have a bagel again. I can't have this. I can't have that. But then I realized as I continue to learn and um, increase my knowledge that you can, just like you said, you can have it. It's all just about, and everybody's heard this a hundred times, moderation. And sometimes, you know, maybe it's better to not tempt yourself. So don't keep a tub of ice cream in the house, you know, but you so maybe go out and get a cone instead or um, create a healthier version of that recipe. Maybe, you know, whatever that thing is. Um, or, you know, if you're having girls night, make um, hummus and veggie tray versus having chips and dip. Not saying you can never have chips and dip. It's just sometimes swapping out those things. You learn to love them more. Um, and you can find um, different variations of things that you've never tried before once you you know, kind of open up your mind to, to thinking what is a better choice, you know, and not all the time you have to make the better choice, but sometimes you do. So there's sacrifice. Yes, but you don't have to do it all the time. For sure. For sure. Um, I know that staying at home. So I know we talked a little bit more about like the working girl, but staying at home, that's really hard and it can be tempting. So when I went from being at meetings and going out all the time to now I'm home with my little girl. I didn't, like I said before, I didn't know what to do, especially nutrition wise, because I was used to being so go, go, go. But now I just, I don't want to say I sat around, but for a while, because she slept so much, I was bored. I didn't know what to do. How do you go from being so active to now uh, more at home and having a little bit more time, but not knowing what to do. Yeah, that's that's a really um, like change. Like that change can be super hard. And so, what I recommend for people, like whether it's because they're staying at home because they've changed careers, or maybe their their job is a at home work job, or you know whatever it is. I think the biggest thing that can help people stay on track is creating a routine. So if you create a routine for yourself, like, you know, you're going to get up and do whatever it is, reading and maybe yoga or um, journaling. And you do that for this amount of time, like writing out a schedule for yourself and sticking to that is going to help. So I have lunch at this time, or I have a snack at this time. And you don't have to be on that schedule for eating 24 seven, but I think at least having some basic guideline that you follow can help you stay for one thing, not snacking or eating mindlessly, you know, to start with. And another thing, I think it just kind of helps your sanity a little bit because it can be so hard to go from being, you know, at the complete other end of the spectrum to being a little more slow paced. Um, at least for me, I've gone through different seasons like that. And I think keeping your routine is the biggest thing. So especially with, trying to avoid um, mindless eating or something like that. And if you're really struggling, maybe you need to get out of the house if you're able to. Um, you know, you don't have to, but if you're able to, maybe go, you know, for a walk outside if it's nice or go to the library and take your your littles to the library or just, you know, force yourself to not do anything that's going to kind of put you backwards by like sitting on the couch and eating and watching a movie, a movie all day or something. You know what I mean? Like staying productive, um, whatever that looks like for you and having a routine, I think is super helpful for anyone who's, you know, maybe at home more or working less or, um, 
not on the go as much. Yeah, I definitely think routine routine helps for sure in finding a new routine for whatever um, season you're in has really helped me. Um, mm-hmm. It's changed a lot between whether I'm coming out of a hospital visit, coming out of just having my little girl or now getting back into being able to um, be out and about more business. I've had to change those routines so often, but once I have one and I stick to it, it makes everything so much easier and I feel like it's less stressful. Yeah, I agree 100%. It really does take down the stress. And another thing that I find a lot of moms struggle with, um, and maybe you can relate to this, is like the opposite end of the spectrum is like they're focusing so much on their um, their kids and, you know, mom duties that they forget to put themselves first. So for just a little reminder for all the moms listening, like you deserve to eat too. So if your kid's sitting down eating, you should eat too. And don't just be like fo- so focused on them that you're not taking care of yourself. And I've had to literally remind my moms of this. Okay, they're eating their lunch. That's a great time for either you to eat your lunch with them or when they're napping, make sure you're eating because um, a lot of moms I work with end up under eating and struggling to even get the amount of calories they need because they're so focused on their other duties. So just a little friendly reminder to take care of yourself too. Um, when you're, whether you're at home or whether you're working or whatever, make sure you're giving yourself time to eat and to um, maybe work out a little bit that day or go on a walk or something like that. No, I totally agree. Even if like when I am home with Hadley, I do half the time I don't eat because I'm so busy with her because it goes from her eating lunch to nap time to this to this. Mm-hmm. And then the days that I don't have her in the mornings, I'm packing her lunch. I'm getting her ready, packing my stuff, my gym bag. And half the time I leave and I'm like, oh, I didn't eat breakfast and I don't have a lunch. And right. so I, you do, you have to remind, like, remember yourself, that you're so focused on your little ones and even like making sure Ryan has his stuff, that kind of thing that you do, you forget all about you and that's that's never good Mm -hmm. yep and that's why um like I say kind of think about the resources you need because I think sometimes you need to plan ahead for those things but you don't know it until you're like until maybe like as a coach you know I'm helping my clients realize those things but maybe as you're listening it might make sense oh maybe I need to prep stuff ahead of time on the weekend so that I can just grab something for myself as I head out the door or I have like fruit cut up and I can grab it in a, you know, a protein bar and a package of oatmeal and I can make it when I get to work or whatever it is, you know, just kind of taking a little time to think about what's going to set you up in a place to be successful for yourself, to reach your goals and for life to be a little bit easier. Yeah, I totally agree. If you are going to give a woman any advice when she is transitioning from season to season, um, something maybe to focus on, something to remember, what would be your biggest advice to give someone who is about to transition into a completely different season? Oh, that's a good question. And especially <laughs> since I feel like I am going through some different season changes, I would say it would probably be have patience with yourself and know that you don't have to get it figured out or know what's best right away. So I think just like allowing yourself 
space to breathe and to not have it all figured out because for myself, I always want to have everything figured out. And lately I've just been like realizing, especially just this past few weeks is like, it's okay if you don't have everything nailed down the way it should be at this time or whatever it is, whether it's your nutrition, if you're going through a job change, if you're going through a move, like if you're moving to a new city or, you know, there's so many things, like you said, as women, we go through so many changes and really anyone does because life is never always the same. So some things are going to happen, you know, maybe your commute to work gets longer and that changes your life completely. Um, you know, so just allowing yourself patience to, figure out your schedule to figure out what's going to work for you. And then I think the second thing, I know you only asked for one, but I think the second thing is um, don't do it alone. <laughs> you know, talk yeah. to your about it, talk to people you trust or talk to a mentor or a coach because they're going to be able to see things from a different perspective and really help you. You can't always do everything um, on your own. And sometimes you do need to bring in a different perspective or um, even a coach to help you um, through that, whatever change you're going through. I totally, totally agree. You need that camaraderie and somebody to help you, um, change perspectives and just, I call them a running buddy, you know, somebody to be there with you for you and push you. So I completely agree with that, Mm -hmm. but I absolutely love everything that you shared. And I just, I know how incredibly intelligent you are with this stuff and how many women you have helped and just seeing your own story if you don't follow maddie i'll have her give you all of her social media stuff but just even go look at her own story it's incredible what she's done for herself and then you can see some of her clients but i highly highly suggest checking her out and seeing what she's all about and i just want to say thank you for hopping on and ask you to share If somebody wants to find you, to work with you, anything like that, where can they go to get a hold of you? Um, You can find me on Instagram at Maddie, which is M-A-D-D-Y underscore Hawthorne, which is H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N. Or you can join our Facebook community, which I'm always sharing like recipes, workouts. I do a lot of live videos to kind of help y'all. Um, and that page is Mad Fit Community on Facebook. So if you just search it, it'll come up. Um, and then my website is madfit-coaching.com. And also thank you, Hannah, so much for having me as well. It's been so fun. Of course. And I will, in the show notes, I will tag and link all of your stuff so that if you didn't get to write down her Instagram or her Facebook, you can go on there and you can click it and you can get linked to any of her stuff. So again, thank you so, so much. And um, we will see you guys on another episode. Thanks so much. Bye, Hannah. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you loved it. If you did, don't forget to rate and review me on iTunes. And also make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode that drops every Wednesday morning. Also, you can find me on social media. I love to connect with my listeners. So find me on Facebook or Instagram. And until next time, I'll catch you later.